1: marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com
0: i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're hear us in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment
1: Good evening ladies and gentlemen, you know what, I missed that, I missed that carnage uh, intro, you know, we haven't used it for a little while, but I thought I'd bring it back for tonight. Um, Welcome, welcome everyone, uh, wherever you're tuning in from, please, please, before we start, I'd like you to click that like button, Uh, subscribe if you haven't subscribed, spread, share. We've got so much to go through today, so much to go through, and you know what? It was going to be, um, it was going to be just me and Avi today, because like we social social media thinks we've been having a bit of a a bit of a tiff, falling out, lovers tiff, tiff lovers tiff, yeah. So oh, we we're going to have some me and Avi time, um, but you know, my mate Kieran wanted on today. And I don't say no to Kieran. He's a very, very good, very good friend of oh, mine. Man. Very, very um, regular listener, regular supporter of the channel. Uh, most of you in the chat will know. Um, first and foremost, absolute welcome, Kieran. How are you doing, pal? I'm oh,
2: good, mate. Thank you for letting me on. Uh,
1: it's not a problem, mate. As I said, as long as you, um, I said, as long as you know your stuff, and then, <laughs> and, 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 and then, you said. You having a laugh, and then I realised who I'm talking to, because for sure one of the most knowledgeable Liverpool fans I know out there. And um, yeah, so welcome, welcome on board, Mr. Avi. What's happening, pal? I'm going to be real, real sweet and nice to you. You've, you know what you've done. Now no, go on. I'll let you speak first. I'm already, I'm
0: already getting abuse from uh, people in the stream. Cal, um, from obviously Coppish. Hey, Shout out to everyone in the stream apart from Avi. Um, Though else, I'll, I'll be seeing him later. But no, I'm good, Grizz. I'm good. and just want to reiterate that there is um, like, literally I had DMs today saying, you know, what's going on with the Ingress. We are absolutely fine. He is a big brother to me. He can behave and act the way he wants to me. It's all respect. It's all love. So I just want to get that out of the way, but I'm good. and happy to get Kieran. I think Kieran, someone's compared you to Alison right now. So I'm sure you'll take that any day of the week. <laughs> so brilliant. I was going to say Ravanelli with the George Clooney look or with the, the greys and stuff, but no, um, I yeah, think you'll be happy Ravinelli, with Alison.
1: Ravanelli's a good one. Ravenel. Have you got yourself on mute? You need to keep yourself mute because we can't hear you.
0: It's a little bit loud on the mic. Uh, I'll
2: there tell you you the Ravenelli comparisons, mate. Yeah, Any day of the week.
1: But listen, do you know what, Avi? I think you've been very smart on Twitter. I'm very clever. And people don't know this side to you, but you've got like sort of this uh, this childish uh, appearance because obviously nobody really knows that you're nearly touching 40. Oh, yeah. Right? And, uh, <laughs> and you... <laughs> And you and you look about eighteen, nineteen, right? And yeah. you've got this like sort of you've created this cult, right? From fans from Vancouver, it's like an army, Grizz. It's like the Malaysia. two in army. I know, I know. Coming in like, the numbers for you, yeah. I know, I know. And it's like we want Avi, you know, stop bullying Avi Grizz, and you've got this support. I like it. You've managed to get up to two and a half thousand followers <laughs> on the back of me, but it's brilliant. Listen, it's it's all good. It's all good. I mean. Look, people out there need to know I did unfollow you for a bit. But, you know, it's it nothing personal. But, yeah. But it, was listen,
0: guys, it, was it was a financial decision. It was a financial decision.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Guys, massive, massive fucking news today breaking out. Kieran, I'm going to come to you first. <sighs> Someone's offered us cash for Divock Origi. I mean, sod the messy news. This is mental. But now, listen, I'm only joking. Lionel Messi, what a saga. So today we hear that finally, this time it does look like the end of the road, the end of the story, the end of the romance between Messi and Barcelona. Give us your thoughts, man. What do you make of it?
2: It's been a long time coming, mate. It's been airing for the last five years, so getting a new contract every year, increased terms, increased terms. And as great a player as he is, He's at Barcelona in his pocket, and Barcelona are going to see the issue now. I mean, I can't see a way out for him, to be honest. Is Messi's got to go, Griezmann, and it all stems from the Galactico approach since probably Coutinho deal is, it's just backfired totally. The success has gone downhill, and they've gone from their roots. And how how much saw sort of influence Messi at a board level? Looks like it's quite a lot, mate, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's
1: it seems surreal, it seems mental. And as you say, we kind of especially the last few years, we've always heard sort of murmurings and stories. Look, Messi's about to leave, but we've always said, Ah, oh, look, he'll end up staying there. It's a ploy, it's a power ploy, it's a ploy for wages, or or usually power, or it's a battle between. Uh, you know, the chairman or incoming chairman election. There's always got something to do with elections. This time it seems real, Avi, or I guess it, it, it is real this time because Barcelona themselves have, have kind of wh- tweeted even goodbye or whatever, haven't they?
0: Yeah, they basically confirmed um, that because of financial obstacles is the word that they're using, that they can't renew his contract. And then obviously they put out a video today as well, I think a seven-minute um clip of it should have been more because of the goals that he scored for Barca but they put a sort of seven minute um highlight reel of him um sort of thanking him so it does feel that Messi his advisors I know his dad does a lot of his sort of um you know management and contractual stuff Uh, it does seem that they want out and you know it's going to turn ugly you know unfortunately when you look at Messi and the service that he's given to Barca you know it should have been a a, a, a proper farewell, a bit similar to how Gerard got it with um, Liverpool, you know, but it seems as if it's going to turn ugly. And this stems from, like Kieran says, from, you know, back from the Galactico area when they went through that sort of Real Madrid approach, of buying sort of stars like Coutinho, Dembele, you know, I think they spent 270 million of, uh, you know, which... You know, they got how much for how much did they get for Neymar from PSG? Was it 250? 220? Was it
2: 198 million?
0: 198 million. So, okay, just under you know, a whisker of 200, and they've spent that on Dembele, Coutinho, and those two signings have been absolutely mad. shocking. Yeah, absolutely mad. shocking. Absolutely mad. And it, there just doesn't seem to be planned. plan. And you've got to remember this team. Um, from originally from Laporte Le, Le, um Juan Laporta's era from the when he first took over Barcelona. They were a, a bit of a you know shit show then. Um but you know they got it right with Rikard, you know, they had three, four wonderful years until they had to say bye to Ricard. I think um that was when Pep came over. You know, i said they had a great spell under Laporta. Um but then Sandra Rosel takes over. And ever since he took over, I think they had you know, they had a good year with Luis Enrique where they'd done the treble, but then Towards the end of his tenure, and then when uh, Josip Bartemio, if I've said that right, came in, it's just been panic buying and, you know, there's been allegations of money laundering. Sandra Rizzo, I think, spent, what was it, 60 to 90 days in prison. Um, Dodgy dealings, you know, we can go on and on about, you know, the dealings that they've done, especially with buying Brazilians, not even playing them, having them in the B team and then selling them for like 15, 20 million um, euros back to like brazil or china so it is uh it's really fishy what's going on it's a sad predicament but i think this is going to be a sort of domino effect in the coming years of what what's happening grizz in football clubs i think there's a football club very close to home um i don't want to mention them on this stream but obviously they're owned by Glazers. i think in the next coming years if they're not careful they will be having similar similar problems um and then now there's talk of cbc which is an investment firm who want 20% shares in la liga um and uh, you got to remember the money that will be coming to sort of real madrid and barca if this goes through isn't going to um is isn't going towards transfers it's going towards literally wages that barca have sort of got to pay their players Um, I think someone mentioned the government will always help uh, Barca. I think it's from Callum Dale, but you've got to remember Barca, I think are a Catalonian club. So the government won't be as kind as they are to them, as they are to Real Madrid. We've got to remember in Spain, we have different sort of the Basque region, the Catalonian region, and then you've got Spain as a whole. So it's... It's, it's a really torrid time for Barca and it's unfortunate because they are one of the greatest sort of football clubs. You talk about the Le Messiah Academy. It's one of the greatest institutions in world football.
1: Absolutely. Kieran, I want to bring your attention to this to this um, comment by Patsy Obi. Uh, Messi going nowhere. Barca versus La Liga on FFP and La Liga will buckle. What do you think about that? Will, will Messi, is, 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 this another, is this another false salam type thing? Or is this real now? Is this serious now? It's out of Messi's hands even.
2: No, this is very real. So we're, we're seeing more and more financial fair play. that People are being given grace, a are saying, and the people who can take advantage of it are taking full advantage of it. Mm. We've found with the Super League, with the court ruling last week from Madrid, that none of the teams can be punished. All the fines are taken away. The only exit only fines paid for any clubs is the exit, which is minimal amounts in comparison. So for me this is very real. And yeah, it's a line up PSG or Man City next season, pretty certain of it.
1: You say that, yeah. You say that. I mean, realistically realistically, what does he do now? How old is he now, lads? Thirty four?
0: Thirty four. Yeah. Thirty four. So,
1: so, February. so, again, uh, Midnight Token makes a good uh, good point that there's a wage cap now in Spain, isn't there?
2: Yeah. It's brought in to protect the Spanish economy. we we got to remember the Spanish economy isn't the strongest. You, you hear about all the top players, uh, they're getting them in court left, right and centre. Even Mourinho, when he was back at Tottenham and Ronaldo at Juve, they were trying to get money out of him for his tax accounts.
1: Yeah. Avi, I know you mentioned United. Someone says here, uh I should say the name the K Riz says United turnover is different to Barcelona. They can pull things back a lot quicker.
0: You no, know, that's right. I think United have United were the innovators in the early sort of, no late 90s, especially when they had Ferguson, Martin Edwards, they've employed um employed the right people. Um Woodward, Edward Wood, no matter how much He's a bit of a ENA type when it comes to transfers. Um, he, he he gets into these long transfer sagas. But when it comes to the commercial side, um, they've been brilliant. They were brilliant due to him and Matt Scammell, who's come to Liverpool now, who's been in Liverpool since the last, I believe, in the last year. Um, and he joined forces with Billy Hogan, who are fronting our next sort of phase into the commercial. Um, market into Asia into um, America and then obviously you've got the advice of Jerry Cardinal who will come on as an advisory role Um, I don't think that's been confirmed yet but yeah no United's turnover is different because they have a massive base and Adidas and they've got the team viewer but you do feel that when they're paying the wages that they're doing they need success on the pitch too you know, if they miss out on top four, the likes of Sancho's on 350 a week. Even the one sudden,
1: season, even one bec- season it, out of Champions League. It starts
0: League. to become a bit scary. We know that when they missed out on Champions League with, um, I think it was Jose, or what it might have been with um, Van Hall. It was with Van Hall when he won the FA Cup, but I think they finished fifth. Um, Adidas renewed their terms with them. So it's just treading on um, careful waters, basically, Grizz. But yeah, United's you know, turnover might be different, but... It is what it is. Madrid are facing the same financial um, plight as well. Um, And this comes down to ownership as well. You've got to remember, Man City brought a very um, acute tactician in sort of boardroom level, in Tichy Bextrian, if I could pronounce that right. And where did he come from? He came from Barca. And when he left Barca, they were on that period of success, European Cups under Enrique, under Pep, into that eight, nine-year window. And Man City have nabbed him. And, you know, he's doing well at... Man City is getting deals done. And obviously they've got another separate issue with the Etihad and the Emirates sort of saga going on, but they're, they're not employing the right people at top, Chris. And when you're not doing that, everything falls. You know, the jigsaw isn't as smooth as it should be. You know, the, the pieces are not fitting. So it's boardroom level as well. They claim that one Laporta will improve that, but I don't see it in the near future.
1: You know, you make a you make a good point about about boardroom level appointments and sort of how we operate. And I know, Kieran, you're very vocal on Twitter to say the least about sort of having the right owners and backing the owners and sort of the way our ownership. Um, so just to wrap it up on the messy situation um, and leading into the sort of segueing into the next 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 topic about sort of the way we've dealt with our contracts and how we've managed to secure or would have secured half the team, the main spine, the best players that we've seen in a Liverpool shirt. Um, you know, it just shows you that what happens behind the scenes sometimes isn't always appreciated, is it, Kieran?
2: Not at all. And talking about the contracts and everything, uh, it it goes over like a passing wind. Two weeks ago, it was Henderson, so, uh, Farrar, and I, I think it's part journalist talk. At the end of the day, journalists ain't getting anything from Liverpool Football Club. But what's the biggest click matching for them? Liverpool Football Club. It, it's easy to turn around and say, yeah, Liverpool ain't signing this player, that player, because of money. But you can see where the money's going in now. And for me, they're, they're doing the contract renewals in the correct order. So... Our biggest asset is not Mo Salah or Sadio Mane. It is Trent Alexander-Arnold. He is a 22-year-old he's won the Premier League, Champions League, Club World Cup, a European Super Cup, appeared in another Champions League final, finished in a team that was runners-up with 97 points. That If we look to our squad and who holds the most value as of right now, it's Trent Alexander-Arnold. And then it's naturally progressed onto Fabinho, in my eyes, best defensive midfielder in the world. Ali, best goalkeeper in the world. I wouldn't be surprised to see Robbo tied down next. Maybe even see a five o'clock tweet tomorrow. You, you don't know. That's all mm-hmm. the time it's gone with the past few days. And then the, the last two contracts in this spell will be Van Dyke and Salah. And you you'll hear more about Henderson probably in about a month's time. There, there's no worry on that contract at all in, in my eyes. I think there's storming a the teacup, to be honest.
1: Um, Avi, so basically we've we've we managed to tie down the best DM in the world, the best centre-back, sorry, the best um, full-back in the world, best goalkeeper. We're about to tie down the best left-back and the centre-back and then we'll go on to, to Mohamed Salah, the, one of the best attackers in world football. That's part one of the job. It's the most cru- is as crucial uh, as as bringing in and bringing in fresh blood. Would you agree? Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, look, how many times have we worried over the seasons gone by, wondering who's going to come in for our big players? You know, and if you notice the last few years, which has culminated in us sort of getting the record points. Missing out to City so un- unfortunately, winning the league, missing out on Champions League, and then winning it again. We've done it with this with this squad and and to tie them down again without them wanting to
0: leave is huge, right? It is, Grizz. And part of me feels, in, in my opinion, that these players have seen what other players have gone on to, you know, leave Liverpool and achieve. They would have looked at the Emory Chan. You know, these players, they're not dumb. You know, they're very clever players. You know, as much as we doubt them sometimes, um these players would have seen the Emery Chan situation, you know, gone to Juventus for a big paycheck, signing on fee. What did he do? And he's now at Dortmund as a, I think he plays in a three in a wingback system for them. Um, they would have seen the Coutinho situation. You know, and he's been, you know, okay, he's he's won the European Cup at Germany, he's won the league in Germany, he's won the league at Barca, but it's not the same. You know, he came back to Anfield in the Champions League and they got their asses handed to him. How, do, how would that feel? You know, and he had those, that continuity of players that he's played with, he would have felt that a lot. So these players, um, these players would have seen that and they think, you know what, the grass ain't always greener. You know, yeah, Barcelona Real Madrid, maybe six, seven years ago during Zidane's era, or maybe when Barcelona were under Pep, it would have been a great sort of opportunity for any person to, you know, do four or five years at Liverpool and then look beyond and say, look, you know what, I would like to try my luck at Spain. But you got to remember, we've got Jürgen Klopp. He's infectious. You know, these players believe into his project. They believe into uh, what he's trying to achieve. They... They feel his love, the ha- arm around the shoulder, the hugs, the sort of aggressive approach from the touchline. That they 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 feed off that energy. So players will be thinking, will we get that? Like Salah, will he get that at Barcelona or Real Madrid when there's right now when there's turmoil, instability? You know, managers swapping and changing like you know, like no tomorrow. So yeah, like you said, like these players who we've tied down the core. It's amazing because in previous seasons we would be sort of. You know, fearing that, you know what, come summer, summer Suarez might leave. Come summer, you know, um, Suarez or um, Coutinho might leave. It's not the case anymore. You know, as long as we're achieving um, good things on the pitch, as long as we're fighting for titles, Champions League, um, these players won't go anywhere and we'll still attract the best.
1: Yeah, no, uh, I, I, look, I agree. and And as we said, cynics will say the timing of it. The timing of the announcement of the contracts are a bit funny and weird where we're in the middle of the transfer window, but we'll come on to, we'll come on to the possibly liking li- likely incomings and outgoings and wherever the news was. But I just want to talk about today's, um, today's uh, pre-season friendlies or warm-ups, however you want to call it, because um, two games of 60. Workouts.
0: You know, workouts. Work-out, but
1: I think they were very good workouts. And... I'm the kind of guy that actually takes a firm interest. I don't know what you're like, Kieran, um, but I hope you watch the game because fuck's sake, what well, i let you on if you didn't. But, but um, the first game, the first lineup was by far the, the stronger you could clearly see it. And I was just chuffed to bits to see the champions league winning back five, or back four. Sorry, I should say, obviously no, Allison back in, back in tandem, back in place. How good did it feel to see uh, that back four again?
2: It's amazing, mate. My my big worry coming into this preseason was the same as everyone else: Van Dijk, Matip, Gomez, three Champions League winners, centre backs. Joe Gomez, arguably the best English centre back when fit. Joel Matip up there in Europe is one of the best centre backs and Virgil van Dijk, the, the best centre-back in world football. And to see them, it's only sort of half pace at the moment, if that, but the, the concerns gone that I had in, like the, particularly van Dijk's first few minutes and Gomez's, you, you were looking, uh, when, when have they got a slide challenge and are they going to get through that? They got through with flying colours now. They didn't really face the test. Yeah, we lost four two the other day, but preseason isn't about results; it's about getting air in the lungs, fitness, uh, and our first game, particularly today. What What was most impressive wasn't even the first press; it was the second press. The it was very very Georgian press that we were going with, and. Back to 1920. Give me a fully fit Liverpool squad as it stands now, and then with a couple of additions, bring on anyone.
1: Avi, um, Kieran mentioned the press. Um, I thought the pressing in that first game was insane levels. I mean, don't get me wrong, um, Bologna weren't great, but it's how often do we say or did we say when when Liverpool play well? We make the opposition look absolute amateurish. Um, I know you saw bits of it only, but from the goals that you saw, you could see that the goals were created from pressing.
0: pressing
1: yeah. And probably the most impressive presser of them all today was a certain Nabi Keita. I know we've touched upon him and the fan base is split, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but he showed glimpses that. Even off the ball, which is sometimes a weakness or he's criticised, even off the ball, he's he's an insane presser. And this is what Jürgen Klopp loves about the kid.
0: Yeah, like you said, Grizz, I saw bits of the first um, first game. I didn't get a wake-up call from you. And uh, for those that don't know, I got my first dose of the vaccine yesterday, so I was feeling a bit rough. Um had a bit of food poisoning too. Well, that happens. Um, But I saw bits of the game. Yes, um, I thought and from the reports that Naby looked sharp. He looked fitter. um, More minutes in the bank for him. So I was told that he's actually. um, So obviously, we know Andre Schlumberg has been working with him uh, since the early part of the year, uh, getting him in shape. Also, that he's become a plant based athlete um, is the talk. So we know that. Um, just off topic Novak Djokovic the tennis player when he became a plant-based athlete started winning uh, majors more and more majors consistently stayed injury-free and Lewis Hamilton as well the Formula One driver has been a plant-based uh, advocate as well for the last sort of uh, three four years so maybe that is helping with recovery um, muscle retainment um, helping him with his fitness so just a food for thought there and pardon the pun yeah, yeah, part of the pun but he was uh, you know he's he's, he's he's i'm not going to say he's playing well because it's friendly but he's staying fit and that is key and i think Grizz me and you have gone back and forth I've, me and kieran have gone back and forth on this i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson
2: in business. Sports is and not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen
0: to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We live in hope and faith that he stays fit. Because if he stays fit, he's dynamite for us. And he's, he brings another dimension to our play. It's just a massive, massive if. Um, but I thought Jota... Looked very sharp today. And I want to see that more of dotter pressing, winning the ball back. I want to see more consistency in his play outside the box. His all-round sort of play over the course of like at 75 to 90 minutes. Um, great take. And Money, you know, I still think there's a bit missing there, but he gets the goal. And, you know, you can't argue with that right now. So, so As long as he scores goals, I'm happy. But, um, no, it was good. First game, the, the bits and pieces that I saw is good. Van Dijk, I want to see him maybe be tested a little bit more. Maybe that comes against Osasuna and Atletico Bilbao. A bit more twisting in the knee and let, let's see if he can really sort of step up with the pace. I know he had a little bit of a run with Djokovic uh, in the Hertha Berlin, Berlin game, um, but I want to see him really tested before we start saying, you know what, maybe he is ready to start. But um, yeah, it was a it was a good performance. I enjoyed that. I'm not going to lie,
1: Kieran. I enjoyed that first first team. I really thought, I thought I really thought we could we saw a difference in fitness and energy levels from the previous pre-seasons we've had. And um I wanted your thoughts on we've discussed about four and look they didn't have much to do but what they'd done. See the thing is right when <laughs> the beauty of Mat- Matip and Van Dijk is they make everything look easy. So to us it may seem they have got nothing to do or they walk, you know they, it's, it's so easy for them but that's the way they play. They actually intimidate attackers, so look, that bodes well. The midfield we've touched upon, Keita. What are your thoughts on on young Elliott? So young Elliott's been getting a consistent place in uh, alongside Milner and Keita in this as a number eight, um, kind of getting the ball in the half spaces and then looking to feed the likes of Jota or Salah. And he seems to have built up quite a bit of a rapport with Mo did he impress you and where you where you lie with him in terms of like sort of letting him go on loan or do we keep him
2: uh, very very much so. he's very impressive uh, I think you can forget about a Premier League line or anything that that first team today Bar Allison and Fabinho was arguably the team that's going to start against Norwich plus potentially Canate instead of Van Dijk so we, we've got an idea now of what's going to make the core. They've got minutes in their legs. Uh, and yeah, like you say, he's, he's fitting into that right side of midfield, which for the last three years has been Hendo sort of working on Salah and Trent and taking them to the next level. But the difference with Elliot is, is, is more attack-minded naturally. And it's not just with the ball, like you say, it's, it's without the ball, he's finding space, uh, and his first instinct is to go forward every single time, and to be honest, quite, quite exciting to see, she's got an 18-year-old with no fear at all, uh, and he's playing like it, that's what you want to see, you don't want to be see a regimental 18-year-old, let him play football, uh, that's what they did with Rooney at 16, treat it like it's the streets.
1: Do you, know yeah, what, Kieran,
2: language,
1: so. do you know what, Kieran? you know what, Kieran? It's interesting you mentioned that because I, I've seen a different side to him, Avi, this 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 summer, and uh, I've said it before, and I'll Are say it again. Are you changing again,
0: your mind? Are you changing your mind on him now? No. Huh? I was going to get
1: to that. Yeah. No, I haven't changed my mind on him, and that's why I disagree with Kieran. But again, this is what this show is about. All about we don't like being like the dog in Churchill, just you know, nodding at everyone, right at each other. It's all about argument, debate. And I think it was his worst performance today. Like Coftino, Coftino says, Harfi Elliott had his weakest showing today, but he still had some good moments. And this is what I want to touch upon. He didn't shy away from still trying. And that's what Kieran says, the mentality of a kid. Um, he, you know, even senior players, when they misplace a pass or something doesn't come off, or they try to do the safe pass, Right. You know, you think okay, but this guy was trying intricate balls with the outside of his foot to Salah. Okay, didn't come off, but then he would go and receive it again. His work rate looks far stronger. I I again, Avi, I'm gonna put it to you. I, I I still thought I still think he's not ready for us for the first team. I get all the pros mm. about keeping him excuse me, did I just burp there?
0: You burp there on I, live TV, yeah. Well live YouTube what happens, what happens, carnage It's terrible.
1: So look, I I still think we shouldn't be relying on him as an understudy to the forwards. Now it seems as though he's not, Avi, because Jürgen Klopp's playing him in consistently now. Midfield. Third, fourth game in a midfield three. Now, does that change my opinion? So you could like, does that change my strategy of thinking? Because you know, my thinking was he's not good enough to be an understudy to the front three. Now I'm going to discuss with you, is he good enough to be as part of the backup to the midfield three? Just in case we don't buy a central midfielder, we will, lads, we will, everyone, we will. But would you consider him as a, as a, as a midfielder now, maybe, like Jürgen Klopp seems to be?
0: Not yet, not yet. I think something that um, struck to me when he was on loan at Blackburn, Tony Mowbray said, and it's something that Kieran just said. We're just going to let the kid play football. Um, he said, I didn't really give him tactical instructions or individual instructions. Um, we let him play his football. And I think they had another player that he linked up with very well Armstrong, um, who's been in Southampton as well. Um, and then obviously he had Downing and whatnot around him. But he said, I didn't give him many instructions. i just let him play his game. And I think right now that's what Elliot needs. He needs game time, he needs to be playing. He's at 18. I don't want to see him near our squad. um, Come first game of the season, I want him to see. I want to see him on loan. Um, I don't think he'll get the opportunities with us. We can talk about League Cup, FA Cup games, but we don't go far in these competitions. He needs to go out and play. Hopefully, hopefully, there's a Premiership club. There should be a Premiership club out there that will give him a chance um, because he can play for me um, at Premiership level in a midfield three. I like him. He reminds me of a very young. Jack Wilkshire, when he came through Arsenal in a midfield three. Um, When Jack Wilkshire came through, he was brilliant, technically brilliant, Um, had that sort of pace with the ball. Without the ball, he wasn't as quick. Harvey Elliott reminds me a little bit of Jack Wilkshire. And I think the more game time he plays, um, whether it's on loan, I think he'll improve. But they need to make a decision in the sort of year and the next year and a half, two years, whether we're either going to transition him into a midfield three or a forward three. Some say he doesn't have the pace to play in a forward three, but he's very deceptively quick with the ball. Uh something to highlight. Yeah, I think in a, what, yeah. This
1: is what Ramiz says. Ramiz says Ramiz Khalil says, but his style of play is quite different from our forwards. He drops deep to pick up the ball rather than make runs, and he's more of a creator and a finisher. And I think it's obvious, Kieran, to see that the coaches have picked up on that. They've kind of seen it and they've not, as I said, they've not even, I don't think he's Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he's played a minute in the front three this preseason. I know it's early and there's still two, three games to go. But is it a case of the coaches have, have seen, recognised that talent is maybe possibly using him more in terms of uh, getting the ball and his pa- using his passing and intelligence range?
2: Yeah, uh, Avi's touched on it. A massive part of his development last year was Tony Mowbray and how he protected him all through the year. He played him in the front three sometimes, took him out of the firing line, started on the bench. And then what what he ended up doing towards the end of the season was playing him in the midfield three behind Ben Barrett and
1: Adam Armstrong and
2: Stuart Downing. And, yeah, it, it was turning into a hybrid of somewhere between a, an eight and a false nine. So almost the old Bergkamp 10. And he looked to play the three balls particularly. And if you can feed the front three. And I, I see Elliot more as the evolution of Liverpool as they turn into the four two three one from the four three three, And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see him in that 10, probably the end of next season.
1: Yeah, Now, look, and people always sort of take what I say to the opposite extremes. Like, you know, like, oh, Grizz doesn't rate Grealish or he thinks he's crap. I've never once said that. I actually, like Ramiz has sort of summed up why I think. I just don't think he's got the attributes that Klopp looks for in a front three. And that's just my opinion. Um, but look, I wish the guy, the kid... I wish the kid, every success. He looks like a a lovely, lovely kid, and even. Are you
0: still? I I I used, I used to adamant that he doesn't make it at Liverpool.
1: As a forward, I I, I said at the time. No, that's not the question,
0: though.
1: No, now, no, now you're asking me the question. Yeah, different question now, isn't it? I said as a forward because we were in our head, it was implanted that you know he could be used as a Shakiri, as an understudy to Salah. I said, no chance, no way. Um, in this position, I wouldn't rule it out. In future, as a midfield creator, Jack Wilshire type, you know, collecting the ball, I've seen stuff in pre season that gives me hope. I still wouldn't bank on it. I would still wouldn't say he's a dead cert um, to have a successful career at Liverpool, but he will definitely be a successful footballer. He's, he's, he's got immense talent. And as, we, and as we've talked before, look, Jurgen Klopp's there until 2024. How old will
0: 21. young Elliot be? 21 he'll be
1: 21. So think about that. When Stevie G takes over, Elliot will be 21. So Stevie G might have a total different outlook to Klopp and how he wants to play, possibly, maybe. But
0: so just, just to ask you both this question, Kieran, I'll come to you. Next season, you see him at Liverpool or on loan? It'd
2: be around the Liverpool squad, in my eyes. I can't see him going out on loan. Miss-
1: uh, I, I don't know what these are. I think he's going to go out on loan. I think, I think near the end of the week, final week of the transfer window. Um, I, I still think he's going to be sent out on loan, but that's not that's not any information in, info based. Uh, that's just in my uh, humble opinion. Hope I'm. It doesn't matter if I'm right or wrong. Wherever the best for the team is will happen. Um, Ali A says, Gre- Grealish, What's happened apart from we know he's injured? Um, he's been uh, sort of announced. And it's also been breaking news that um, he's receiving three hundred and eighty grand a week, uh, two two fifty a week. Where are you getting these figures from? Um, it's all over plastered over over Twitter right now, man. Three sixty
2: nine. Three sixty nine.
0: Yeah, pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Fair, fair play to the fella.
1: Fair play, fair play to the fella. Um, so yeah, look, we had to mention Grealish because that's a major signing. Um, hundred million to Man City. Fair play to himself. So I think that's what probably the guys are talking about at 360 week. Yeah. Nick Harris, they're saying a lot of people are saying Nick Harris is all with bonuses. But look, so the first team, the first half was was, was good. I thought it was very good. I second half, naturally, of course, when you bring on players that uh, haven't played as much football in recent times, mixture of youngsters, mixture of players that are sort of on the periphery of the team. Um Kieran, who impressed you in the second
2: half? Uh, Simacass and Taki link up down that left hand side was amazing. S- you mean the
0: second game, Grizz? Second game, right? Yeah, second yeah. half, second game. Confusing me here.
1: Yeah, well, you know, yeah. that's your problem, isn't it? Easily confused Islam. Mm-hmm. Kieran knew what, what we're talking about. First time, yes. first time on the show and he knew exactly what I was talking about. You've been with me for every single minute of every single show and you still don't know what the fuck I'm on about. Like, come on. Sorry, Kieran.
2: Simicas and Taki. I mean, Minamino's playing for a move, isn't he? It is it's clear to see. But my bad uh, the, Sorry. the the thing with Simacas is we're we're starting to see the profile that Liverpool were looking for, and it's yes. a molder robo. That's how we were able to move from Lewis to Simacas so quickly. And the bloke was affected with COVID last year, and not only that. Without a base foundation at centre-back, how can you afford to rotate your full-backs? Like you said earlier, they were were two of the four Champions League, Premier League winning defence. And then you stick in any old two, in in honesty. It's a blaster each time. So you can't afford to bring him in. And then when we go on the run January to February, lose six at home on the truck, there, there's no way the the lads play in a minute or a game before the end of the season when it's an uphill battle for top four. But yeah, he's is probably been the best player to be honest in preseason. So sharp and fearless.
1: Yeah, no, I I, I can't disagree. You've taken um, you've taken my call. I was gonna that was going to be my hot take of the night. Like I think Simikas has been, but. You being a real football man, I knew you'd I knew you'd think the same. I think Simicas has been uh, brilliant. I think he's been brilliant in the preseason and he's shown a different hunger and desire, the energy levels. Avi, I I know you're dying to bite in, I'll ask your opinion. What do you what do you think? Who's been impressed who's impressed you in the second I,
0: game? I think he's embraced the squad this summer, own um Simikas. I think he's settled. You can see on the insta stories, I know you're not on Instagram, Grizzly. You're too um you're too old for that kind of social media sort of that. But um even on like uh Instagram, you've seen the stories with him and Salah playing table tennis, ping pong. Um he seems a very, very popular figure. So he's taken he's taken a lot place, hasn't he? he as yeah. Salah's bestie. He's taken Digsy's um position as um Salah's best mate. But no, Chumcha,
1: chum- we call it in our language. Chum- but, chow,
0: the chow chow the spoon. but um, no, he's he he um he looks fresh, he looks fit. Um and yeah, no, he's been our best player. I would, I would agree with Kieran tacky um go on
1: talk to me about we've got we've got we've got a, a, know, we got a, we got a super
0: chat we've got a super chat before that but i'll, I'll you know i'll, I'll talk about tacky. I'll,
1: com- I'll, I'll come to the super chat you don't worry okay I've got look
0: we need to get rid of Shaq Origi before we sort of entertain offers or a loan offer for Taki. I think Taki picks up very good positions, Um very similar to Hot Take, but Luis Garcia when he used to take very good positions up and score goals. Um, I, I feel the same about Taki. There's positions where he takes up and he scores goals. Hertha Berlin, he was at the right place at the right time. Today, um I thought it was offside when he scored, but it wasn't. um Takes his goal very well. He can be a very useful player. I would keep him before Origi and Shaq they need to go first and then yeah if we if we get the right forward in if uh, Klopp thinks he can go with five forwards which obviously are the original 3 Jota and then another forward and then in office for Taki I'm fine with but Taki he's he's looking sharp people say he's light yeah i get that but he's a busy player if we play him in the right system um i don't want to see him on the left or the right either play him in a 10 or a 9 i think he can he, he can do more than a job he definitely offers more than what we get from Shaq and Origi. Origi was laboured, pile of shite today, misses his penalty, um, you know, and he's not going to get any offers anytime soon. We ain't, we just ain't, I'd rather just, if I was the board, I would rather sign off his contract and let him go, literally let him go.
1: Well, I'll have some news for you near the end with regards to what you just said there, but we'll read out the super chat from Michael Lee. It says, thank you, Michael. Uh, it says, if we're going to play 4-2-3-1, which was Klopp's go-to at Dortmund, where he had Lewandowski, we're going to need a proper number nine. Um Kieran, Tacky's not a proper number 9 So that's that Bobby's not a proper number 9 That's that So I want to ask you two two-part question if, um, if it was you That's in charge of all these kind of decisions And I know you like trusting the people That are in charge But you're on carnage So I want your opinion A, what do you do with Tacky? Do you sell him? Do you keep him? Whatever, whatever and B, if we are to find a forward, would you prefer an, a, a wide attacking type fluid ones that we've got currently? Or do you go for a target man, so to speak, like a
0: Lewandowski? Be wise with your words, Kieran, when it comes to Minamino. Be very wise.
1: He's always wise. Everything he says is with pure wisdom. I can read through it. Go on, sorry.
2: Point A, I um, uh, totally agree with Avi. If you've got an order of Shakarigi and Minamino... Minamino is third to go, but unfortunately he's the one that holds that value, I swear, be it a loan to buy or uh, Southampton use a bit of that Danny Ings money. I mean, Houston Hartzell, he he didn't like the way that Taki trained. He he was very vocal on that, but he put him around that team. Uh, And it seems to be whether he trains as well as he plays. So, Minamino, unless you get rid of Shaq and Origi first and then Minamino and get rid of three players, I'd sell him. But if those first two don't go, uh, I'd look to loan them out or do something with them rather than Minamino. In regards to your second question... uh, I've gone over in my head a million and one times. Uh, I can confess I've never seen Vlajovic play. So uh, I'm not going to sit here and air any graces say that I have. I've been vocal. uh, I've never seen him. And theoretically, a target man number nine should work. But really, is the formula broken of those versatile three? Yeah, it was slightly different last season, and we end up in January having 121 shots with only seven on target. Uh. But our system of play changed totally. The second Gomez and Van Dyke were injured. Robo and Trent were playing 20 yards deeper. Trent had COVID. There there weren't that natural back-to-front at speed. The Arteta... Van Dyke theory, he can turn defence into attack just like that. That's um that's like it, but giving someone a gun with no bullets. They're literally they're, there was nothing to do. So I I can't name a target that I I'd be happy with, to be honest. It because I, I don't know whether I want a target number nine or a versatile across the front three.
1: Mm. So the, uh, Liam Liam Kenny says um, thank you for the super chat Liam he says just want a window of <laughs> Kanate Saul and Martinez which one
0: Leto, is it? He... Martinez. I beg your pardon. He's put course. the L in there. It should give be a big giveaway. I, I
1: think I've got a crack in my screen. Where the L is? I thought it was a crack in the screen. Sorry. My bad and I'm tired as well. You know I've had a long day. Stop bullying me Evie. But yeah that would be a I think that would be a wonderful wonderful window obviously. I've heard about the Saul interest. I know we're still in for him. That's not dead deal. Lotoro Martinez, I haven't heard anything, but again, I absolutely agree that if he's available on the market, but the problem with Martinez, Lotoro Martinez will be the, the, the imminent Lukaku to Chelsea. I just can't see Inter Milan well, selling both, both Lottoro. It was initially thought that Lotoro Martinez would be the one that would be released and let go. But it seems Chelsea are a bit jealous of Man City breaking the transfer record uh, for a British player. But I know he's not British, but I think they want to they want make a, a statement. And I think they're imminent, uh, there's an imminent sort of signing in, in, in Lukaku, which will probably, you never know, because like we've discussed the Spanish club's demises, the Italian league might be... You know, in in a state as well. I believe a lot of teams are in a state in Italy, but it's uh, very difficult to see uh, if that's the case. Um, El Drago eleven. Thank you again for the super chat. He says, "Who is going to be Trent backup?" I don't believe that Bradley is real. If he's that good, he will still be with the team today. Nikon Woodman played there. Makes a good point, man. You can't get away from it, Avi. These are the hard questions that we need to look at. We've we've discussed the strength. In the in in the rest of the areas of the squad, um, as long as they stay fit, um, and we've got to be positive and hope that they will stay fit. We can't go into a season thinking, "Oh, they're going to break down. They're going to break down." I mean, it doesn't it doesn't help anyone's sort of mental state to think negatively. But answer this question because this is a tough one. I, I I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know myself what we do with this one.
0: I think the sheer volume that Trent's played in the last what four years. Right, that you might feel that an injury is coming sooner or later, not a long one, and you hope it's not a long one, but maybe a few tweaks in the hamstring and whatnot. I know last season from the Man City game, he broke down at Eddie and he was missing for a month. So we do need to maybe be careful with his time. Obviously, I can't see him starting in the FA Cup or League Cup games, but that's FA Cup's down the line anyway. Um, Connor Bradley, 17. We can't expect him to come in and, you know, be a backup to Trent. Not yet. You know, let him play under-19s football and 23s at reserve level. You know, that's too much expectation. Nico, Woodburn was, um, I believe Woodburn was tried out there today. He did a little stint at um, right back as well. So, and he meets the homegrown quota as well. So if Nico goes, um, I can't imagine Woodburn going uh, at right back. I think everyone knows my thoughts. On a right back And I wouldn't be surprised One bit As mad as it sounds I I got a feeling That Klopp might try Ox Out there He's trying him everywhere else You know He's he's trying him In all sorts of positions uh, Currently So I can see Maybe Ox Be given a go At right back But I don't think It's a position that We're going to actively pursue And um, Go and purchase a right back This
2: summer anyway
0: Kieran concerns About the right back situation If that is the
2: case Absolutely none At all I uh, look at it slightly different, uh, Avi. I think Trent needs to play football to stay fit. I think it's when he has breaks, that's when he looks more prone. And for for me, there's a core of the team, not, not the squad, the team, where if the players are fit, you don't change them. It's going back to the Reyna, Carragher, Alonso, Mascarano, Gerard Torres. For me, you got Alisson, Trent, Robbo, VVD, uh, Salah, and Fabinho. That, that's the core of my team, every single game. And you'll probably try and find five games in the season, probably when they're nearer rest. Uh, january or whatever there there's a bit of a break this year in comparison to next year when qatar obviously comes into play but yeah you're looking at someone who's potentially playing five games so if they say gomez and bradley is backups there in the cup games yeah no issue with that at all
1: fair enough fair enough uh, My man from Norway, Moti Tariq, sends in a super chat towards Siena. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that. Bonus question to Grizz as always. Would you rather talk like Gollum or breathe it's like Darth, Darth Vader? Vader. Girl, Girl. You know, I'm going to need Avi's help here because, um look, I'm a guy who owns up and I don't know who Gollum is. Look.
0: David Moyes, basically. That's right. what they refer to as Gollum. Who's Gollum? Actually, who's Gollum
1: a, he's a character. In where what? Come on I'm Is it ET?
0: I don't know myself. is it ET?
2: Lord of the Rings.
0: Lord of got the got Rings him. that's it Lord of the Rings. I've never ET. Um, watched. <laughs> I've, never... I've never watched Lord of the Rings. Or oh, breather I know Darth Vader. Darth Vader's from uh, Star Trek, isn't he? E.T. Oh, oh like that. Darth... A character
1: yeah. in E.T. Kieran, E.T. came out when I was
2: a kid, and that's like what 1984
0: oh, that I came out you know roughly. I'm so I'm more I... of a Michael J. Fox teen wolf. Remember the basketball uh, film? I used to watch that all as a kid well, growing up, tried in the see, chocolate factory. Yeah, but
1: this is my point. If you don't know something, why did you try to know it and say, so, Yeah, from E.T. Well so it says There's bonus question, e. so
0: I assumed it was a quiz because it says bonus question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were taking some time, so yeah, I think go.
1: look, I think I think I've um after listening to Kieran Thorne speak today, I think I'd love to speak like Darth Vader. So hopefully that <laughs> answers your question. But yeah, thanks for that, um, bro. But yeah, look, we were talking about players that impressed us in the second game. We were talking about Harvey Elliott, a young star, etc. Cetera, etc. I'm gonna say it again, Avi. Cage Gordon.
0: Cade Gordon, Cade Gordon. You I've know named, what?
1: I've called him Cage Gordon from the start, and I'm not changing. I got Cage abs- Gordon. Cage Gordon. I'm loving him. Yeah. And the fact that he's been kept behind, lads. Right. Massive. It. It's huge, especially with the players coming back and everything. You know, I think this guy. This is my hot take and big call of the day, night. I think this guy will have a better career at LFC than Harvey Elliott. Make a note of that. Remember the date, the time, the show, carnage, what day it was, everything. This guy is reaching the top. I'm telling you, this guy, I, th- I love him. I love him. His touch, his awareness, his cockiness. Did you see that guy in, in that corner where that big fullback was It a centre-back came out to him in the wing and sort of bullying him all over him, pressurising him, and then just, he just... He, he kind of fell, and then he got up again and they just rolled him round and got the free kick, I thought well, that was brilliant. He's not intimidated by these these some of these challenges that are going in. The physical side, of course, of course he'll improve. But I don't know if you agree with my my hot take of the day, Kieran, or do you disagree? But what do you think? Uh,
2: there we go first, mate. Uh,
0: no, you can take the floor with this one because you gave me shit last week on WhatsApp for not mentioning you. Cause <laughs> um I just want to put it out there and one only you got to put it out there once. Kieran Thorne told us about Cade Gordon very uh, uh, late last year um, that a deal with Liverpool was done from Derby counter. And he's been raving about Cade Gordon on WhatsApp and believes he is, um, we've got a word that goes around that he is the truth. For me, yeah, brilliant. I just think that we just need to nurture yeah, our youngsters, which we do really well, the likes of Balaghizi, Musiljewski's Cade Gordon. But I'm going to let Kieran take this because I know he just wants to um, wax lyrical of uh, young Gordon.
2: We don't we don't like to look at sizes of players. He's very slight at the moment. But it, if he builds into a 5'11", 6 foot frame, he's an absolute carbon copy of Marcus Rashford. Absolute carbon copy. Direct but a left
1: left sided though. Left footed, sorry.
2: Well he's left footed. Yeah. So so Rashford does the right footed from the left. Yeah. Gordon does the left foot from the right. And he, he's just so direct and, as you say, very fearless. And he stood out Derby. I, I've watched a lot of Derby sort of youth level for a lot of years because of vested interest. But, yeah, the, this boy, uh, Rooney, it's turned, I think he was 16 years old in 45 days when he made his first team debut for Derby. And you got Wayne Rooney putting you in that position a uh, lad who, who made his debut at 16 years old and went on to have that sort of career. And for for me, the world's at his feet. I think he'd be an unbelievable player.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. We want to keep an eye on. It's good I got them there early then with my shout. Otherwise, people would have said I'm copying Kieran. But um, Vasu sends us another super chat Uh with the Messi news, could we sell could we see PSG forced to sell Mbappe this summer to finance Messi? Probably to LFC question mark. I've spoken all summer about our interest, our want, our need for Mbappe. Um does this help? Does this make any difference to the situation? I'm guessing it makes some difference to the situation of Mbappe and PSG's thinking. But you could think PSG might want to pair these guys up because because Neymar, Mbappe, and Messi is, is 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 quite a it's quite a sight for sore eyes. Um, what do you think, Avi? It's obviously everyone's said in the comments. Sorry, I haven't brought up a comment, but it's breaking already that Messi is in talks with PSG. That didn't take long. Um, what do you think? Avi, what do you think happens? Yeah.
0: Look, I think PSG are desperate for that European Cup. I think they want to win it before City do because of the Qatari and um, the owners and whatnot. I think there's a race on to win the Champions League and whoever wins it yeah. first. Um, I think they all want to pair him up. Whether even if Mbappe stays another year before he goes in a free, I think that they won't have a rush to sell him. Um, Mbappe, Neymar, and um, Messi that is some trio that is some trio going to next season, and then behind them, you've got Verratti, and Wenaldo to do all the dog work for them, so it's uh, it's gonna be quite a team. And then you've got Hakimi on the um, wing backs as well on the right and then the left. So, no, I, I, I can't see it them forcing to sell Mbappe, they don't need to sell, they're uh, extremely, extremely rich, um, on par with City, so. I don't think that forces anything. I think,
1: I think, I think. Mbappe, I yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying, but I think if you're Mbappe, and one of the reasons you cited wanting to leave PSG is you don't believe in the project anymore, or you don't think that they've got a chance to win the big honours, i.e., the Champions League, and you want to move a fresh start. Well, if the board throw the players they've thrown at you, i.e., Ramos. We Wijnaldum, who else? Hakimi. Um, Hakimi. And now they're saying, yeah, have a bit of Lionel Messi as Donnarumma. well. Donnarumma. Donnarumma on the free too. Donnarumma. Um, I think Mbappe thinks about that and says, okay, well, you know, what what excuse or what, what reason do I give to leaving this, this outfit now? Because, look, let's be honest, if, if Messi happens and we know it will end up at PSG, where does this rank as as, as a strike force in, 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 in world football history? You got Messi, Neymar, Mbappe, Di Maria, Icardi. I mean, that is Moiskin. Moiskin too. Grizzly, he, he done well oh, last you season.
0: To, you had to you had he to fucking. Spoil he's it. Done, he's it. done well last season, Moiskin. You know his goal scoring he's record. Done, he scored he's quite a few goals. He's done. Kieran, brilliant. back me up here. What was his goal scoring record at PSG last so, season?
1: So, so, so Kieran, this is a tactic of his. When he knows that he's done a fucking howler, his his speed of, of talk and interrupting goes overload like I've just named you brilliant. right. I've just named you five of the most brilliant forwards right in recent European history and he's added Moise Keane to that Kieran I'll I, I, I give up man I don't want to bully him but what did you think about that strike force that I mentioned before Moise Keane
2: take it Liverpool
1: it's fucking frightening <laughs> it's absolutely frightening isn't it
2: yeah yeah, uh, if it What do
0: what you do to, as, a, as, a, as, a, as an opponent? What do you do when you're... They'll, they'll get rid of Ocardi. I'll tell you why. Just a quick one. They'll get rid of Acardi. You know why? Because we know what's happened with him and Maxi Lopez and his wife nicking her and Karen, whatnot. Messi was one of the big players um in Argentina during uh, Sampioli when he was in charge of the World Cup that didn't want uh, Mario Ocardi when he was scoring so many goals at Inter Milan. He's probably, so, And he's probably the he least...
1: And he's probably the least wanted there, anyway. If they were to get rid of him, it would be Moise Keane first, and uh, and Icardi. So I don't think that would change much. Could Pogba go there, um, Gris? Pogba as well to PSG? I want to put it past PSG. I want to put it past PSG. I think I think there's amazing things still to happen in this transfer window. I think there's absolute carnage. Pardon the pun, <laughs> or, or use it, you know. Uh, it's going to be mental last couple of weeks. And people are obviously asking, are we going to be part of it? That's, that's the, you know, that's the big, big question. And we undoubtedly are, there's no point in me sitting here saying the same thing, same thing, but I'll say it one more time that if we haven't added to the window, to the squad, sorry, by the end of the window, I'll be very, very, very shocked and disappointed. And I will, I will from, from any platform that I've been blessed with, say that FSG have done the wrong thing, in my opinion. But until then, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Tune in to Sky Sports every time there's a major mad signing. Enjoy it. This is what football's about. Look, throughout history of football, clubs have made major signings. There's been blockbuster signings throughout the history. Football doesn't stop. You don't stop competing. Liverpool won't stop competing. We won't down tools just because Grealish has gone to City and you think, oh, I think, fuck it. They've got Sancho overran. now nah, fuck it. I'm telling you, we're going to be fucking charged up this season. It's going to be mental. Um, Mbappe won't leave PSG this season. Messi incoming. Yeah, well, let's see what happens exactly. Uh, Paul Young says Moise Keane is still at Everton so he's he's, he's on loan there, He was on loan
0: he got 17 and 41 games but it was just an FYI not bad not a bad scoring record at France
1: yeah not bad at France that's the key bit you said at the end uh, Michael Lee with another super chat here I he said we signed Thank up you. with Nike and people thought we would get a Nike signing can they realistically help fund the Mbappe move shirt sales will pay for him look we've covered this topic but appreciate the the, the question um, we can we can but the player has to want to join us as well Look, we know his desires, Madrid, his childhood club, sweetheart, call it what you want, always been obsessed with Madrid. But we want him and we are trying to get him. Um, but obviously, like, you know, now it changed the... P- I don't know how it's going to affect Messi going there. I don't know how it's going to affect Mbappe, but it's exciting. Something to look forward to. Um Carigi. Divro misses a penalty, Kieran. Um... Please don't tell me you're one of these. Uh, well, even if you are, tell me, tell me, just tell me. Are you one of these guys that have had enough of Origi or Are you still in the boat of? Look, he scored important goals for us, etc., etc.
2: Takeout is three goals against Everton. It is two goals against Barcelona. What has he done in his Liverpool career? He
0: scored against it, Dortmund in the do, scored against Dortmund in the comeback. Um, yeah,
2: four three. Dexy got the winner, but look at the. Backlash that he got over the course of his Liverpool career. Origi forgets how privileged he is to be a professional footballer at Liverpool Football Club. He's he's got a piss-poor attitude, let's put it as simple as that. He's got no interest in playing for the club. He's happy to see out his contract. He's, by all means, rejecting moves left, right and centre. He's got no ambition, which tells me his personality as a person. Uh, yeah, he's come up with the scholarship scheme uh, uh Liverpool University. Fair play, but other than that, yeah, I ain't got a time of day. I hate to say that about a Liverpool football player. I've, as long as they got the live bird on their shirt.
1: Works. Well with Kieran Thorne saying that about player, you can that you know, that's I'm telling you, because Kieran Thorne's a, a massive believer in supporting, you know, every each, each and every player. But I know where that frustration comes from. Just a quick one before I give my thoughts on Origi. Saj, Sajid Iqbal, I think, joined us late. Um, I think he's missed out on our Cage Gordon chat. Um, we love him. I've said I think, in my opinion, he has a better Liverpool career than Harvey Elliott. So that's my hot take for the night. Just a quick one, Avi, before you just do a, just a quick one on me. Um, Arigi, um, I believe, I believe Southampton and Wolves have made cash offers for him, very low ones, um, but they've made something between eight and ten million, I believe, cash offers for Arigi, with with only like two three million up front as well. We're in a sticky situation with obviously a homegrown culture and everything. Spurs have inquired as well about him, but no offer made. Um, On top of what Kieran says, what do we do? Because what do we do? Do we take the 8 million and 2 million up front? because, Because clubs aren't convinced of him. So they're making these down payments, low down payments, and the rest based on sort of, you know, whatever, whatever.
0: I think clubs aren't even convinced of paying him more than 40k a week. And he's on 60, isn't he? So there's a lot of um, the, the new word that's going around right now, obstacles uh, to offload Divock. Um Look, this player has gone on to Wolfsburg. You know, they didn't fancy him. Um, he's come back. He's sort of rejuvenated his career from that 18-19 season. he some vital goals. Look, I, I'm like and I hate um, throwing plaque on play, players. I don't like it to be negative. I am very supportive of them. And I'll still support him. But... Look, there has to be some kind of you you have to weigh it up as a player you must be thinking look, the club don't want me. Um and that's where your ambitions lie. He's still 25. He can go out somewhere in maybe the French league or the German league or even in England and score goals and get into that Belgium sort of setup. You know, he still can. Um you know, he's a he's a player that relies a lot on momentum and confidence. But um, unfortunately, he won't get at Liverpool because he won't get the game time at Liverpool. So, Grizz, yeah, if it's 8-10 million I would really take it, and if the offers are three million up top, uh, up front, and then the rest in instalments, just accept it because we are gonna have to cut our ties. I think he was brought in for what ten million was it on the back end of the 2014 World Cup, um, and spent on loan at Lille. He didn't even really do anything for me at Lille at that uh, the original um, sort of loan for one year. Comes into club, has a little bit of a good stint. That Everton injury, I'll give it, I'll give him that much. That Everton injury from Funes Mori, the bastard, that did him you know that that really i think affected him and then he just never got going after that so um yeah look if we get a good offer the player needs to weigh it up and say look either he gets to play 10 games for liverpool next season as a sub comes on for a few minutes or go and play football just go and play football and look you're 25 your best years are you know are supposedly yet to come you know you've not even hit your peak so go out go out get a permanent move and good luck to you you know you've you will get you've got that status you know you've played a big part in our sort of success in terms of the european cup final the Barca game you know you'll always be remembered um in a positive light
1: yeah i mean this is it that that positive light you don't want to ruin the legacy you don't want to ruin your legacy by by staying when it's it's, it's fairly obvious the club don't believe in you the coach he wasn't even glad he didn't even start the second 11 so that's how many forwards ahead of him Right, he didn't even start that second 11 game, he came on, so it just shows you where he is in the pecking order. And as you said, look, you're ruining your legacy, Div. Like, you know, you've mentioned some of the big games he scored in and, and whatnot. So, look, and Dicko says Southampton New DeFord, they're one of the they they've made a bid for him. It's a low one, I don't know where we are with it, but they've but I know they've made a bid for, for, for him. Uh, Liam Kenny's got a super chat for another one, ours. thank you. Yeah, thank you. He says. Thank you for the memories, of Origi, but it's time to move on. He's not challenging the front three. So we need a player who will challenge alongside Jota. And that's it. This is the crucial, this is a crucial thing. We need someone who's going to actually be an able deputy. We've had Origi and Shakiri in the last couple of seasons. It's just not good enough. Jota showed that what can be done and, and how it improved Bobby's performance. Do you remember, guys, when when Jota came in, Bobby's game picked up? automatically and this is the kind of forward signing that we're looking with. People were saying um, Inter have had a 50 million Euros uh, bid rejected for for Vlavic which indicates um which indicates Inter Milan's uh sale of Lukaku. So you can see something happened there. I know we made an inquiry of with with Fiorentina um, about uh dujan Vlaovic and they they were they were actually interested in a player plus cash deal I didn't get quite the player that
0: they were asking for. Um Chris, is and,
1: there any rumours
0: to sorry to interrupt is there rumours to oh, for his name? I think it's Avonat Jumanji or something from We're gonna Monmouth. come to
1: it. So first we're gonna is go to a we're gonna come to it, Avi, just chill in it bro. Like Slim Reaper says, "Hey, Grizz, mate, big up, bro. Anything to this rumor about Watkins from my club, Villa? I haven't heard anything, mate. Um, Villa in a very strong position, mate. Uh, have you? Have anything you, you told me? Like very wealthy owners, right? So they've got, you know, they're they're one of the they're they're, they're looking to they're get to the big still. six. Yeah, yeah, they're looking to get big six. So I haven't heard anything. Uh, I get the fact that he's English and he's he's very handy, he's very good, he's very pacey, he's direct." Um, you could see him being sort of a clock-type player young and mould him into a uh, a player of his, of, of someone he likes. I haven't heard anything I think Villa would ask for, what do you think, lads, 50, 60 million? Minimum for him, I think, probably. Yeah,
2: 28, rising to 33 that they bought him for, so yeah, yeah had a solid that. season.
1: Yeah, they'd want double that, so, uh, you know, They've surprised us before. I think uh, this is the player that you was mentioning, Danjuma. Uh, oh, Danjuma! Sorry, okay, yeah, Danjuma. They've entered. Um, uh, Kibo's already said no
0: to him. So, Kieran, if, Kieran's if, mate, by the way. Kieran's mate. To be okay.
1: Shout out to, to Uh If he says no to Danjuma, so do I. I think so. Do Liverpool. Um, so. I think we're going to look to wrap it up there, guys. We've, we've gone, we've gone over the hour, but you know, when we start chatting, it's like, you know, what's, a, what's, a, what's 10 minutes over the hour. Um, I think, um, I think that's all. If, if there's anything else, Avi, that you've remembered or that I haven't mentioned.
0: No, um, just, uh, I'd, I'd... We're, we're closing out the show now, so I just want to put out a message. Um, Michael Ballack, um, obviously a very popular, a world-class player for Germany, his son passed away. So prayers and thoughts. Um, tragically, uh, died in a uh, accident. So um, yeah, prayers and thoughts for Michael Ballack. Shocking. Yeah, um, eighteen years old. So prayers and thoughts. And great to have Kieran on. Superb. Um, very close with Kieran. Great, um, great guy. And tomorrow we have a show. Is this way I can plug it a little bit, Grizz? You, you can, can plug what yeah, you want, pal. Tomorrow we've got I was gonna sp-
1: plug anyway. You think I'm not that loyal to you? You Seriously. really think that I wasn't gonna <laughs> plug your show sometime? I know you would.
0: I know you would. Come this is on. sports unplugged tomorrow. Um guys, I just uh, appreciate the sport and love tomorrow if you guys can come on. Um, we will be covering uh transfer talk, uh brand new uh co-host as well with me, Connor. So, yeah, we'll be going live same time, 10 p.m., um, and we'll cover a bit of the Olympics, the Olympic soccer final, um, the general sort of sports uh, headlines of the week. Um, But, yeah, thank you. And uh, that's pretty much it, Chris, from me. No
1: problem. I'll let you start closing the show because I know there's a few bits and bobs involved in closing the show, and I always leave it to you. So while I say thanks to Kieran, Kieran, I hope you've enjoyed it. I I do believe it's your debut at least, no, First, I know it's, I know it's, I know it's your debut on my show, but I think you've made an appearance on the LFC Day Trippers before.
2: I made one a few years back, but yeah, it, it's great to see it from a side, and we built up a community over the years. So, yeah, is.
1: absolutely. Now we will, will hundred percent try to get you on uh, again at some point. So and go on, Avi, just just a, just a quick one,
0: just yeah. uh, the final notes. Of the night. Um, Sienna, uh, guys, um, and people, uh, we've hit the 60k mark. Uh, there is a little bit of a deadline now, uh, November. So let's try and get the little girl over to America. St. Louis, I believe, is where the treatment is going to be sort of, um, taking place. So let's get the little girl over to America and let's, um, all, uh, do what we can. Uh, spread the word, lmcdt.com, uh, forward slash Sienna. Um, and let's get her the funds that she needs to, um, Come to America in November.
1: Absolutely. It- absolutely. Um, and that's about it, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Please don't forget to like on your way out. Even if you don't like me, you know, you've got to like Kieran and Avi. So like the stream on your way out. And thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of Carnage. Until next week, over and out.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.